is a Bramble Jam podcast. Oh, the thing's still going. Hi, Ooh. I'm Bran, and I love this air conditioning unit. Mm. And when calls the that. heart. Yeah. I love when calls the heart. And I'm Panda and air conditioning. But you like it, right? Nope, I love it. I'm going to be with Bran on this one. I love it. Well, since we're all trying to be on the same page here, I'm Dan. I despise when calls the heart. And this is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Thursday, Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, guys, uh, what a week it's been, I will say that. Did you just pick up your water bottle to hold it up because it's Thirsty Thursday and put it down? Thirsty Thursday is not something we're, we're celebrating here. <laughs> I I did. You didn't take a drink. You literally grabbed a bottle so you wouldn't be out of the loop I'm with out. us. I'm out. I finished my water. I picked it up. It was very light. Thirsty Thursday, everybody. Now let's put this down and get going with the show. Um, Guys, boy, what a week it's been, huh? What a week. What's been your favorite parts? Mm. It's time for the top five best parts of the week of Deck the Hallmark with the boys. These are the five moments that you couldn't live without. If they didn't happen, we'd be boned, but they happen. Luckily, we're happy. Now we know these are the best five moments of the week. Mm. Uh, number five was uh, <laughs> he cares about me. Uh, f- five. He uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Just put it away for now, buddy. We'll try. Again. What was no. the fifth best moment no, of the week? Definitely my pecan facts. There's no doubt about it. No, coming uh, in hot. You put that away. Coming in hot. Pecan number four. Uh. <laughs> He cares about me. <laughs> he cares about me. <laughs> you literally couldn't think of a thing we just recorded. And no, you tried to do I, I another say, bit, yeah. and you were so far removed. It's one, they care about me. And it's a bit we've never done on this show, and you're just nowhere near it. Like, if the bullseye's Either here, you're in Montana. You know what? About Even so. <laughs> I would say. Uh, talking about the sports. The sports. <laughs> the sports, yeah. No, I would say uh, number four. Uh, oh, my gosh. This is hard to listen to. Uh, you telling me about the Bob Ross documentary. <laughs> number three, Taylor Hicks. Number two, Taylor Hicks. Number one, Taylor Hicks. Uh, you guys ready to talk about Winkles to Heart? Benny's offended. <laughs> okay, Benny is yeah. top five. Yeah, definitely. Wind Calls to Heart, season four, episode six. What's the title? Here it comes. Uh, hard to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. It's not the name of the episode. I'm ready. Dan, uh, what do you think? I'm ready. Um, let's go with uh uh Two Hearts Don't Make a Right. <laughs> Based off of what in this episode? You know. I don't know. Um heart heart of a teacher. Yes! What Rah, ring the bell! Heart of a teacher, baby! Yes! Hey, you did that feels really on the nose for this episode. What sure does. That's what it usually is. The heart of the teacher. One yeah. of these days was going to happen. You guys finally did it. You cracked yeah. the code. Okay, it's like they're you never sure on the- it wasn't too hard. So make a ride. <laughs> That's next week. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, heart of a teacher originally. Um. Aired- 
victim. Seriously, on March 18th, it went a little something like this. 2017, Benny's back, baby. Benny? Double your pleasure, double your fun, all the Benny all week long. In your contract, it states that I have to say the year first for you to chime in with the year. It also states you can't skip it. I wasn't going to skip it. Benny reads his stuff. I was going to say it later on. and I just literally hope- got nothing else to do. <laughs> The episode starts with I a love li- legal jargon, forthwith and whatnot. You know what? I will say Benny is fascinating to me. He There's a lot is, there. He's he's There's layered like an onion. He is so tired. <laughs> of the, Benny. Uh, the episode starts with Elizabeth going to Gowan and being like, "Hey, what gives with the teacher?" Remember last week there was the uh, guy who was like, "I'm yeah. a teacher now," um, and Gowan basically is just like, "Shove off." Uh, I have proof that you got this job here in Hope Valley by using your family's wealth and their influence. It's bribery, and we don't have that here in Hope Valley. I got this letter to prove it. Tom is Higbones Higgins. Higbones. Uh, her for- <laughs> former superintendent uh, wrote this letter. Gowan says, uh, Elizabeth. Uh, you uh, are not allowed back into class. Get out of here. Now, naturally, Elizabeth goes to the one person she knows, uh, knows a thing or two about bribes. Abigail. Bribing people. No, we get it. It's good. Lori Lockwood. Giving money. <laughs> USC. Elizabeth is like, listen, Hickbone's over there. He's trying to get, he tried to get frisky with me, and I turned that guy down. And Elizabeth is like, well, uh, we got to go get to the bottom of this. And so um, they're like, uh, you should go talk to him. Talk to the guy. Talk to the guy. And so she's like, you know what? I'm just going to do just that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock some sense in old Hickbone's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new teach, uh, Mr. Stoneman's his name. Uh, he's all the way intense. If there's an intensimeter, he's turned all the way up. And uh, on the first day, he's just handing out demerits left and right. Does anyone ask what happens when you get a lot of demerits? No, no. but you don't want them. I'll tell you that much. That's 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 permanent stuff. record stuff. There. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, you don't want that stuff. Um, Rosemary uh, is doing stuff in this episode. What is Rosemary doing in this episode? Either of you remember? She has some time with Lee. She encourages Elizabeth to go follow her gut. So Abigail goes to talk. uh, So Elizabeth goes to talk to him. Shooting billiards in the saloon. There's some there's some pine pine scented rosemary oils. does go in the saloon in this episode. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> uh, so uh, Elizabeth is gonna go talk to Higbones, and she's like, "Listen, Higbones, you listen to me right now. We're we're we're, we're I'm a good person. I'm a good teacher. I know what you did. I said no to your friskiness, Higbones. And Higbones, I remember. Okay, go ahead. I remember. She chews out the uh, the teacher in yes. the saloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yes, she does. Do um, and Higbones is basically like, okay, sorry about it, but also one way you can make all this disappear is by letting Higbones get frisky with it. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, Higbones. That's terrible to think about. However, I saw Higbones get frisky with it live <laughs> better than what Higbones was trying to do in the yeah, scene. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. That's fair. 
That's fair. Um, there's also this They're whole thing. Furries. <laughs> so, Mr. Stoneman, I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to hear about uh, what you guys think about Stoneman's teaching. Uh, 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 philosophy yeah. here, uh, but Stoneman's very like you know what this is how we're gonna do things. You're not just gonna get off easy just because you don't know how to read, kid. Like you don't know how to write. Bam! Here's a pencil snap. Like he's doing all this stuff, and the kids are getting really upset about this. Um, Niall Mater's still in the show at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much longer, but he's in it still currently. And his son is getting kicked out of school because uh, uh, Stoneman says he's a dumb dumb. Yeah. Wow. So that wasn't nice. Uh, Elizabeth comes back to town and all the kids are flocking to her. And she's like, everything you just got to listen to Stoneman. Like, he, you know, I, I know it's hard. I know it's different. She's being very supportive of a very difficult situation. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Um, so then there's, uh, you know, guys, remember uh, uh, Paul Green? Oh, boy, yeah, do yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul Green's in this, and he's still just kind of doing some stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Faith and him are still kind of doing a little chit-chat, batty-whack, uh, give dog a bone type of thing. Hick bones. Hick bones. Hick bones. And so they're kind of going back and forth. Um, and then this big old moment happens in the school one day. Stoneman is uh, snapping pencils as he does. He's just going around. There's only one scene where he snaps. Yeah, I know. You but as he does, he only does it in one scene. But he does. Does he not? <laughs> he does. And so he's like, a and uh, all these kids. Uh, Cody, you know, Cody Cody's getting, yeah. Cody, Cody's, Cody's back there. And he's like, stop it. And he looks down like he's going to get away with it. Stoneman says, who's done that? Who said that? And, and Cody's back there. He's like, you know what? I'm Spartacus. Stands up. I'm, did you say I'm Spartacus? I'm, I said I'm Spartacus. Okay. It's me. I said it, Stoneman. We're not going to take it anymore. And so they all take their pencils and they walk out. And they lay their jerseys on the desk. It's a walkout. It's a walkout. That was moving, moving stuff. Um, Jack's, uh, Jack gets some bad news, everybody. The, the Mountie that sucker punched in the last episode? Dead. 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 Jack's having a tough time with that. We're having a tough time knowing what's going to happen next. Wally's twist and turns. And that, my friends, was when goes the hard, the hard of teacher. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here. Take it all I got it. If I would choose the five, they care about me. I think it's five. <laughs> five, they care about me. That's five for sure. There's no way around. 2017. <laughs> 2017. Um, let's get to the hot take where we share exactly hot how we talk about this movie. We don't hold back. I'm going to start with the guy who, and this is very exciting, might be the winner. Clafter, we got Clafter's results in. They were very good. They were very good. They are They are currently talking. Hopefully, we'll have the That's results right. next no, week. No, week or Deferring. Two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, it's getting tight up. Getting there. tight. Um, but you are really good at hot takes, and I mm. think you should show everybody how it's done. Clafter's listening. I know you are, so kind of give Clafter this. Listen, this is all for, all for keeps at this point. Yeah. All right. All for keeps. I'll tell you this one. Top three episode right here, baby. I love this 
episode. We've had two solid episodes in a row of One Calls to Hard. I am loving this. I loved the new teacher uh, getting in the classroom. I love the stink that that caused. I love the drama. I love uh, some shenanigans, some some backwoods shenanigans going on. Uh, what, what do you mean? Like what kind? Uh, yeah, with the railroad and stuff. What, what? A little, little under the table stuff. You're shaking your hands. Yeah, like you know this. what I'm I saying. Don't... Like, is it on the? Is it oh on the gosh. table? It's not. You don't know. And uh, I loved it. I loved this episode. I really did. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, yeah, big, big fun. Maybe five. And he just oscillated through a several numbers there. <laughs> I feel good with five. But you know what? Wouldn't you rather have me do a check down of all the Omaha, numbers? Omaha. Yeah, yeah sure. I would. I would uh, rather you have a, ch- a check do down. Do a check down. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, good. Another one. A good another one is uh, truth. And uh, the, the teacher drama, man, those kids walking out. Good on them. Oh. I, man, I, when Mr. Stoneman was snapping those pencils as he does. Uh, <laughs> man, that was wild stuff. I was, I was like, man, this guy. At some point, I thought for sure he was gonna back down. And it, you, it, while you, we might not agree with him, you have to appreciate the boxie there. Like that, that is. There's a lot of pencils. You went through four boys there. Yeah, four especially boys. since that girl clearly has like some sort of like disability when it comes to writing. You, if you, 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 the, anytime somebody doubles down when they're clearly wrong, there's a part of you that's like, you should give up. And then the other part of you is like, keep no, going. I want to see how far this plays <laughs> out. Enjoy, I, I do want to yeah. see this play out the way that yeah. it is. So that was fun. Um, you know, and then uh, yeah, everything else. All of it was fine. Shenanigans? <laughs> hey, you know what? You wouldn't understand backwood shenanigans. Yeah, it's clearly, because I wouldn't understand them. That's the problem. I'm right. I will say this: I'm ready for uh, Paul Green to uh, to do to do something. something. I'm excited about when that's going to happen. He's doing literally everything right now, guys. <laughs> it, he shows up to work the railroad, cracks his rib, saving a girl from a runaway train, gets a job at the cafe, even though he diagnoses his own rib, and then in the same day takes over running the cafe while Abigail has to leave. He could not have had a more impactful stuff 24 hours than he's had in Hope Valley. Yeah, but none of it is important to him as a person. But he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. I think it's all stuff without what I'm really getting, doing what I, what stuff. What I mean when, when I I've say... I've never seen someone do more than 24 hours. Here's what I mean, it's though. It's absurd. We have different definitions here. Yeah. What I mean when I say do something, I you mean want a, I want him to get out of the mystery zones. Yeah. That's Want to fine. get out of the mystery zone, but they are they are finding things to. He's like, up to stuff, yes. but it's all keeping everybody yeah. in the mystery zone. Yeah, um, and I'm sick of the mystery zone. How do you feel about the mystery zone, Brand? I'm sick of it. Don't want anymore. No more mystery zones. I thought you liked the mystery. Zone. I do sometimes, okay. but, but in now. this case, Take not right now. Take me to the mystery, mystery zone. Take me to highway, highway zone, highway to the danger zone. Not. Take me to the danger okay. zone. Here's where you're wrong. This isn't, it wasn't a knockoff. Take me to the danger zone. They are two very different songs. And I'll yeah. have you know this, the guys who did uh, Highway to the Danger Zone, yeah. that band, they stole it from us. Wow. Wow. That's true. I mean, I know Panda was around, but you? <laughs> um, so here's the deal, guys. Bad drama is better than no drama. 
like what you're hearing from what about this, this crowd. Oh, of course, the best. <laughs> I love how you guys don't do the Tyler Hines thing. And then he pronounced it wrong. It was wonderful. Bad drama. What you're hearing from these two is an overreaction to them seeing something happen. We've been begging for something to happen. And here's the thing. Two wouldn't cause the heart's credit. Something is happening. But make no mistake, it's still terrible. I, I, it's better than what's been happening for the last two plus two and a half seasons. Yes, but nothing that's happened in season four is as good as anything that happened in season one because you had Gowan killing people and being a menacing threat to a town which he holds under his thumb of persecution and then finding the way out of that. And then that uh, season-long arc is better than anything that's happened since then, including this nonsense. Yeah, Stoneman stabbing those pencils? Dude, it was bad television. It I was wasn't. bored. But bad drama, better than no drama. Things are happening. You're not wrong about that. Things are happening. Things are happening with the school. Things are happening with Gowan. Things are happening with Paul Green's character. But it's not good. It still is my least favorite 42 minutes of the week this week. There you have it. Uh, for just this show or overall? Well, it was the worst thing I watched, but also the worst 42 minutes of my week for sure. Yeah. It was easy. the worst 42 minutes of your week. Easily. Of anything that happened. Yes. Week. Of course. Wow. That is that's it's an interesting terrible television, guys. I can't thought. believe it made it. I can tell four. you that there was a worse 42 minutes in my life. Has oh, to have been. No. Has to have been. Some some way worse goes on. Like, you know, just you may, maybe you go to, to, get, to get something from the drink fountain and drink's all flat. That would make That's 42 out. minutes? Well, it's collective moments like so that. So you mean to tell me it doesn't have to be 42 straight minutes. I can add up. Yes. Add up. Any, any, no, no, no. That's a different story. That's the story we're in right now, Dan. Yeah, but, yeah apparently, <laughs> clearly. No, in this ridiculous fictional world you've made up, then no. But that's not how the question was that's asked. That's all about. I heard. Well, I, I was just interested because I, I don't know. This it's, might have been the worst 42 minutes of my life. If you had to take any block of 42 minutes, total block in a row, 42 minutes, this is the worst. It's not even close. Wow. Not I, even close. I had a pretty good week. I, While I didn't dislike this episode, it still might have been the worst 42 yeah. minutes of my week. But and I'm talking collective m bad moments. Wow, pretty good week. I mean, I mean, there's you know, times your kids are screaming or upset or whatever. Like yeah, you, you want, have to factor like that my, in. One of my kids, my kid fell, and like you want to take it from them because you know they're hurting. Like that's worse than this, right? But that that lasts like five minutes. I don't like. How about know. if you're stuck in traffic? I wasn't stuck in traffic. Always. Let's go to a break. We'll be right back. Air deck the Stuck in traffic, way better. I can choose what I listen to, and I probably have. I mean, I have air conditioning. It's way better than this. I've I've been in traffic with you, and you have a hard time. You have a hard time. I have a hard time. You have a hard time with traffic. I have a hard I time, have a hard time, time with late, traffic. or I need to get somewhere quick, or I'm on a schedule. Yes, true story. You get stuck in traffic a lot? Not a lot. Did you do this week? Well, no. you got a little bit of a drive. Though. I got I got yeah. a haul. It could be a lot of things that could happen. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get to the wait. What a spark show. We wonder what could have been. Maybe have did we just straight skip all the fields. We just went bloop and just went right over it. We did. Yeah. And I think that's fair. That's it's what this that's what this show is. It's I'm time for the wait. Know. Wait, what is the part of show? We're gonna do it. They're not. Do what? Best episode, whatever. They were just skipping it straight over it. Fine. We'll do the wait. What do the all the fields real quick? Uh, Stoneman snapping those pencils. Stoneman snapping the pencils. Awesome. All right, go ahead. 
Uh, wait, what? Wait, any feels for Dan? Uh, he, Brandon, give his either. I just did. Stoneman is double Stoneman. No, Stoneman. God, no, no feels. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, first of all, the district superintendent. Uh, Higbone. Higbone. What accent is he rocking? <laughs> Uh, we are giving the sexual harasser a nickname, which I think is a bold move on our part. Uh, he he's a terrible guy, uh, but he also has we a terrible a guy accent. Who's making passes at women? What if we gave him a fun nickname? <laughs> Dear gracious, we didn't give him that nickname. You did. We did not. You did. No. Um, that was passed out <laughs> as a generational nickname. Anybody with the last name Higgins is known as Higboats. And there's nothing that we can do about that. He's doubling down on it. And I, uh, bold move. <laughs> Stopping those pencils. I love it. Higbones. Higbones. Generational nickname. Jeez. They're furries. They all play their instruments. <laughs> wow. It's wild. Unbelievable. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Um, <laughs> I think I realized how bad of a teacher Elizabeth is this episode. Oh, she's not good. And I unfortunately learned it from somebody who is also a bad teacher with the, the other guy. But at least... With the other guy? With the what other are you guy, talking the, the about? Stone, Stoneman. Okay, like Stoneman. you learned it with the other guy. No, I learned it, yeah, because the other guy... Listen, he, he's a jerk. Uh, and he's clearly just misses, misses the mark on a lot of levels. But the one thing I'll give him credit for is at least he's holding the kids apparently to some standard. I mean, like... Yeah, there was part of me, like, it's super rigid and unfair, especially yes. with a group of, like, four to 13-year-olds. Yes. But for him to be like, hey, you've got to memorize this and do it. I died. And one kid was like, well, what if I don't read in time? Well... Then you're you in didn't trouble. Complete the assignment. You didn't complete the assignment. Like I, and I like I'm sitting there going, like, well, maybe yeah. Elizabeth's not so great. Like I yeah. I don't she know. She does more as a good teacher in this episode than she does yes, when she actually correct. is teaching. She does yes. That's an excellent point. This is the best we've seen her, her as an yeah. actor. Or not an actor. This as is the teacher. best we've seen her as a teacher. Yeah. That's right. Um yeah, maybe it's just me. I Doug died, and I felt nothing. Uh, yeah. Well, like, they really oh, the guy who sucker punched Jack? Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like, we all we saw like, Doug was trying to punch Jack, and then Doug dies, and I don't care. We get 12, I mean, 12 minutes of Doug. We're supposed to feel something? That was an I mean, interesting like, approach from the writers from there. They were oh, like, Doug died. So, so <laughs> we got this guy. We, <laughs> Come on, you know him. He punched him. I don't know him. <laughs> There's a Mountie. There were like 15 Mounties, Dale. <laughs> no, you're no dog, Doug. Doug, it'll be big time. So we're going to kill off this Mountie. Uh, what should we like have him do like beforehand? Like to get people to invest in him. What? <laughs> so what if he rode in a town and he punched Jack in the face? And they turned out they were friends. And that's it. And that's wow. going to be the thing that, that gets people. Oh, the he, gets, he comes yeah. over for meatloaf. <laughs> no, that's a tearjerker. <laughs> Shepherd's pie. No, that's two on the nose. Pot roast. Pot How about roast. pot roast? Okay. Let's I'll get, do it. I'll give you pot roast. Bucket. Dougie. <laughs> Dougie Fresh. Poor Dougie. Yeah. R.I.P. Doug. That's what I got. Yeah. Um, I, I my my only one had to do uh with the pencils. Uh going back to the pencils. Where are you off to? I got I had I dropped my phone. It's got my notes on it. I just kept waiting for you to go to your camera. Then I realized you weren't gonna do it. There you go. <laughs> It's unreal. My uh, it had to do with the pencils. Um, 
He was never going to do it. She had a lot of pencils. Five that care about me. And that, <laughs> look. <laughs> she had a lot of pencils ready to go. She did. But they also snapped in an interesting way. How realistic, and this was just a question that I had, those pencils didn't seem like pencils that we have today. Did they get pencils from the back then? Like, back those, then? those, those you could, you pencils, could get old-fashioned pencils. Those yeah. pencils were an interesting uh, thing, and she had a lot of them. I feel like those pencils would have been harder to crack back then because the, weren't they typically made with lead back then and not graphite? Um, pencils? Yeah, but I mean... I, Lead pencils are still pretty easy to snap. There's a reason why his last name is Stoneman. <laughs> Hands of stone, crack them. <laughs> That's all that I got. I got the pencils. That's it. Everybody. I actually had a bunch this episode. Wow. Um, Jack, uh, Elizabeth, like, bears. This is terrible, by the way. Like, legitimately terrible. Elizabeth basically says there was this dude back in Hamilton who, like, made advances toward me. Yeah. And Jack's reaction is not like anger. Nope. Not sad. It is pretty much, yeah, that checks out. He literally just goes, okay. Like, he's just not surprised that this happened. Yeah. And that's tough sledding. Even with a fun nickname like Higbones, that's tough sledding. <laughs> Again, that's generational. Just is. It's generational. Nothing we can do about it. At one point, the old Mountie is talking to Jack, and he's trying to tell him how dire a situation is. And he says... They've got us outnumbered two to one. <laughs> Mounties to to peep to criminals to mount. What what? If you have one Mountie for every two citizens, you should be fine. You're doing great, buddy. <laughs> if you got one Mountie for every two criminals, you're doing great. Like if you're gonna give a stat like that, and you're the people that have the uniforms and can all work together with guns and stuff, do better than two to one. That is what we call reasonable. Like, you're yeah. in better shape than most everywhere. Like, I, I don't know how else to... But they're getting picked off like fish in a barrel. That's right. Yeah. Um, this teacher, Stoneman, expels this kid, Niall Mater's kid. And I'm here to tell you that we are... It is like the mid-1910s when this happens. Every, every state in the United States, virtually every state, was compulsory education through fifth grade, which means you're required to go... This is not Little House on the Prairie. You can't just send a kid home because you don't think he's academically capable after one day. Like, that is not in any, like, scope would that happen in the 1910s. Stoneman, though. Stoneman. You're right. I realized this uh, when they, they uh, did a bit with Jack Wagner with, like, he's manly, but he plays the guitar. Jack Wagner is the male embodiment of the don't make me sing character. <laughs> he always is like, oh, guitar. Well, <laughs> hello there. Don't make me sing, guys. I don't have it with, oh, I do have it with me. That's right. It's right here. And then lastly, and I know I harp on this a bunch. I don't know how else to... Why is Bill Avery receiving telegrams from the Mounties? <laughs> Why? He's not a Mountie. He comes over to Jack. He's like, Jack, the Mounties just sent me the telegram saying that Doug is dead. Why? Why are they like, send it to Bill? Does he work for us? No. Send it to him anyway. It doesn't make any sense. Bill Avery doesn't have a job with anybody like that. They're sending him stuff every Our episode. Our telegram's like one of a kind. What do you mean? 
No, no, no. I, I'm tracking with you. No, here's why, no. Okay, so here's why I say what I, I mean, one of a kind. Here's why I asked. Here's why I asked what I asked. You know, how we Someone's can. One's taking the telegram and writing it down to translate it. Okay, so you know how, but is it one of a kind? Is the message? Can you intercept that message? Yeah, telegram. They're on. They're on wires. So they didn't so this guy, he could he's like, intercepting. he's like, he's like me when I know that something's going on in my neighborhood and I get the uh, police scanner. The fire app. scanner. Yeah. And I listen. I'm like, what's going on around here? You mean to tell me that Bill Avery has telegram intercepting technology in his house. If literally anyone did, it would be yeah. him. No, that scans. And so, oh my gosh. Awesome. So when do they ever get like, when did it? Why? Why? Why is he doing it? First of all. And second of all. Does Jack never ask this question? Hey, why you got the telegram, bro? He know he's he knows he's in yeah. on it. He's yeah, on that. he gets it. That's yeah. He 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 has a standing thing with Jack, and you he, guys, you you know what? I don't know why. You, you're right. Uh, you're you're right. He has a standing thing with Jack. Classic where it's like, telegram hey, if reception I, situation. If, if I'm out and a, a telegram comes through, you give it to me. You give it to me. Yeah, and I won't ask questions. Yeah, I would want that if I had a voicemail. If you were getting, if you were intercepting That's my voicemails and I was bu- and it was busy, I'd want you to go and be like, "Hey, Panda, stay on board with him now." You don't have a voicemail? No, I'm just saying if I if I was delayed on my voicemails, I if see. I was out, I'd want you to go ahead and tell me if but I got I can't a voicemail. intercept your voice. But what if you could? Then I would. I'd, yeah, exactly. I'd set it up. It's time for the um, uh, hopes and values. There it is. It's where we hope for the future and we fear as well. Uh, uh, Panda. I will tell you, my hope is still riding strong. Uh, Stoneman and Elizabeth working potentially together. I would be okay if Stoneman is a long-term character in the show. He's not. It would be nice if he was, because if he was, it would be nice if his heart begins to change and soften and he becomes a more compassionate teacher and him and Elizabeth co-teach together. She, he brings the rigidity and she brings a little bit of the compassion and gentleness and they, they just, it just grows and they have a great friendship that blossoms through this. He's got one more episode left. (laughs) Maybe they'll do it next week. Well, my valley is Stoneman's going to be leaving soon. That bums me out. My hope is that we'll get more, even more, uh, Paul Green outside of the mystery zone. Outside of the mystery zone, which I'm, you're not, not a fan of. I am, but not in this case. Take me <laughs> to the mystery zone. Those mother gooses, they stole that from us. I couldn't believe it. First time I heard it, I said, boy, that I sounds tapping, familiar. I was, ta- I was like, yes, that, that. This is good. That Tom Cruise is good. And then I was like, son of a gun. I couldn't believe That's it. That's my mystery zone song. Yeah, I That's could. Cool. I hated it. Mm-hmm. Dan? Um, I'll just give you a valley uh, because Gowan is obviously a back to his, you know, his dirty deeds for now. Um, I'm hoping this is the last confusion around Bill Avery's motive. Because I feel like for four seasons, Bill always does stuff and he doesn't tell you his motive and everybody wonders, is he still a good guy? Yes, Bill Avery is a good guy. He's once again looking like he's going to help the railroad and everybody's like, why are you going to help them? He's, it's the same bit he's done since he's gotten to town. They do this every time. He just acts like he's in the, you know, he's got the counterfeit money or whatever, and he's actually working undercover. It's just over and he's over an and over again. He's an interceptor. He's an interceptor. But like people in town should at some point go, Bill's a good guy, we can trust him. At some point. 
But do you ever fully trust a guy who has the intercepting gear in his house? Once under, again, in a book, on, if he has intercepting gear behind a bookshelf, all bets are off. If that's the case, he clearly does. I don't think he does. Brandon. I think all bets are off. Okay, all bets are off. Yeah, he has done nothing to make us not trust him aside from the intercepting, the which intercepting he may or may not have behind We've his not seen it on we, screen. We, we have seen the effects it. of the wind. <laughs> It's a mystery. It's a mystery. There's a mystery to it. It gives us back to mystery zone. <laughs> um, guys, we did it. Congratulations. Hey. Uh, uh, Pocket Watch? No. no. Uh, Shepherd's Pie? No. no. Jack Smolder? Non-existent. 1.1. One, 1. 1. Two. Okay. Three and a dime. <laughs> you back off. So their hands aren't furries, right? <laughs> Everything else is, but their hands are out and they're slapping the base, right? He cares about me. Four. Three and a half dollar. <laughs> Three and a half dollar. 3.5. What's calling my heart? Please email us. Hello at DeckTheHomework.com. We got a, a handful of them. We do. Uh, this is fun. Uh, Thomas Newman. Hey, Thomas. Writes us. Say that. Hey. Hey. Um, Thomas Newman. Uh, Dear Bran, Panda, Dan, Tracy, Rig, Billy Bits, Clammy, Crandall, Carte Blanche, The Strawberry Family, Tammy Philo, and Freeze Boy, and the whole gang at Fitzy's. My name is Thomas, and what's calling my heart is the bits. I'm not a Hallmark viewer. I've only ever seen Christmas at Dollywood. Got to represent Sevierville, baby. Hey. hey. But listening to the show is the best way to spend my morning drive to work, and adding wind calls the heart to the mix has been absolutely hysterical. Keep it up, boys. You got to suffer through this show so that I don't have to. Sincerely, forgive me, Pa. Oh. Wow. Forgive I love that. email from Thomas Newman. Nicely done. Thank you, Thomas. Thank yep. you, Thomas. But I will say, don't you dare bring up the Strawberry Family. No. You don't want to. It's too soon. That's you for see. darn sure. That's for darn uh, sure. We, uh, we got more coming. Uh, until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.